This is another episode of The Blossom Podcast, your number one source for everything bariatric surgery, from pre-op to post-op. Registered dietitian Alex Conception gives you real, raw tips and motivation through your journey. This is The Blossom Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Blossom Podcast. I am here with... Uh, you know her very well, the better voice and the very beautiful Catherine Kyle. Say what's up. Yay! Happy to be here, but more excited about our guest today. I don't know about you. Yes, I'm very, very excited about our guest today. Can you tell us who we got on deck? Okay, so I know I'm excited. I know you're excited, Alex, because even though we work in the same building with this amazing gentleman, we haven't had a ton of interaction. So our our audience is going to get to know him, but Alex is going to get to know him, um, and we're excited about this guy. I'm gonna t- before I even say who it is, I want to tell you about my first interaction with this man. Yes, it was his interview. And I remember we met in the parking lot. I was the very first person that saw him and we met in the parking lot and walked inside and then, you know, he did his tour. We sat down and a bunch of us had a bunch of questions and it was like talking to a friend. And I think that that is what our patients experience when they talk to him. And so I'm excited about this. So I can attest to that because when I first met this guy, (laughs) it was like I already knew him and it was very, I was very comfortable and we were able to chit chat right off the bat. So without further ado, Catherine, who do we got? We got Dr. Andrew Rogers, bariatric surgeon, fellowship trained bariatric surgeon and all around amazing guy, family man and excited to chit chat with him today. So welcome to the show. Thank you guys. Very kind of you. I'm happy to be here. Very excited. Yes. Yes. So why, why do we have Dr. Andrew here today? We want to know, actually the patients want to know, who is behind the mask? Who is actually helping me change my life, right? Yeah, and exactly. um, we get a lot of inquiries and, you know, just questions about basically who, yeah, who is Who is my us? surgeon? Who is my surgeon? Is he a real human being? Like, <laughs> exactly. It's so important. So, so just to, to jump right in... Um, and we are going to call you Andrew because that's what that's what I'd love to hear. That's what you prefer, right? Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about kind of your background. I know you've done thousands of cases, but mm-hmm. I'd love to know specifically about your schooling and your fellowship and and what brought you to this specialty. Sure, sure, absolutely, happy to share. Um, so yeah, I love it when people call me Andrew. That's makes me most comfortable. So if you guys want to call me Andrew, that's that's great. Um, I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and uh, I went to undergrad at Stanford uh, out in California. And then I did my med school in Colorado after taking two years off between uh, undergrad and med school. Um, I taught for a year and then I did research for a year. So that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, wow. After, after med school, I uh, did a general surgery residency in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, and I was up there for seven years practicing, or for seven years training. Uh, and then I did a fellowship at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. And then after that, I uh, made my way out of here to Las Vegas and been happily working at Blossom ever since. Look at you go. You are accomplished. No, oh my a- gosh. I didn't even know all of that. He's on the U.S. tour, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Education's in every time zone. That's what I like to go for. That's it. I love it. What has been your, where have you loved to live the most? I mean, of course, besides Las Vegas. Well, because I have Las Vegas. I mean, they're all a little different. They all have their their pluses and their drawbacks. I mean, Dallas has always been home, of course. And Mm. California, if you can pay the sunshine tax, is uh, is a great place to be, of course. Colorado, I love skiing. Um, I, um, I I had a great time when I was there. 
And Madison's a great town too. Um, Knoxville was fantastic for the year. You know, we would have loved to stay there longer, but we also realized that uh, life does move on. So really everywhere has been really just awesome. We've been very fortunate in, in terms of the places we've been had the opportunity to live. So That's awesome. And now we are fortunate to have you live here in Las Vegas. Yeah. What made you choose bariatric surgery as this route? That's a great question. And I, I think for me, um, it's a combination of things. Number one, I think that if you look at sort of the impact that bariatric surgery has, not only on your patient, but like sort of you know, society in general, I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything that's more rewarding for everybody involved. Mm. Um, not only does, you know, does the, does the patient who undergoes bariatric surgery get to really change their life for the better, but it also helps you know, everybody around them and it helps everybody sort of like who relies on them. You know, you get somebody who's healthier, who's happier, who's able to do more than they could before. And I think that's just incredibly rewarding. I mean, the patients are phenomenal. Everybody who we have coming here is just so excited to be here and so well-educated. And it's wonderful to have that sort of investment from our patients and just have, like have them really be so passionate. And it makes it so that even when you're having a day where you feel like you're not quite as, you know, enthusiastic as you might be on any other day, uh, the patients pick you up, you know, because they're, they know they're changing their lives for the better. And it's just so much fun to be around. Um, the other reason is that, you know, I think that the bariatric skill set transfers well to just about anything. I think that if you can do a good bariatric surgery, then you can help almost any patient out there because mm. it's an incredibly um, a technically advanced skill set and something that, uh, that I think applies for any number of issues. So it's, uh, it's a great place to be, I think. Is there anything that, that actually pushed you into weight management in terms of, in terms of medicine? Like, did you battle with weight? Um, uh, things like that. You know, I, th I think as a kid, I, de I definitely had my struggles with, with sort of weight maintenance. You know, I was always a little bit on the, uh, the heavier side as a, as a kid. And um, there are a couple times in my life where I've been able to sort of, you know, I've been fortunate to have the, the ability and the time to kind of get myself in shape. But, but I know what a struggle it can be for people. And so, you know, being there and kind of being able to say to folks like, look, I get it. Like, you know. Obviously, we would love life to be fair. We would love it to be such that everybody's metabolisms work the same way. But I know that it's just not exactly the same for everybody. And and I think understanding the challenges that folks have, have struggled with, with in terms of weight, ma weight maintenance and weight management is something that makes this something that I'm, I'm passionate about. And so knowing that, you know, what people go through and what they're, you know, what they're sort of, you know, willing to go through in order to be able to get to the point where they can take better care of themselves makes this a really fun field so absolutely it seems like i would say almost a hundred percent of the patients that come through our doors these people are happy to be here so happy it's it's a different type of you're not going in for a, a surgery that um, something that's necessarily scary and of course a lot mm -hmm. of, of these folks have never even had gone under anesthesia mm -hmm. or even some of them haven't even gotten on an airplane before so yeah. the fact that we're focusing on the medical travel piece of this for patients who are willing to travel you add that layer of maybe they never even been first of all to las vegas or they've never been on an airplane before and they're coming to change their life yeah. and they still show up incredibly happy yeah absolutely and i think that speaks volumes to sort of how dedicated and how motivated the folks are who come here because I think it's it's mm. you know it's incredibly inspiring to watch people who you know like I said they've been dealing with these challenges for their whole lives and to finally say you know enough is enough I need to get more tools in my toolbox I need to be able to sort of you know overcome this and 
I'm willing to go all this way. I think to be there for them is just like, it's an incredibly rewarding opportunity to be the person who they come to and sort of say like, look, this is something that really means the world to me. And I'm willing to put up with all this other sort of stuff simply because I know this will make me, you know, a happier and a a better person. So. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Tell me a little bit about, you know, these folks that you see, obviously you got to research. You can't, this is not something that you can just jump into. You want to make sure you do your due diligence, make sure that you understand the risks associated. But in your experience, or, you know, say we weren't focusing on medical travel and instead you were in a traditional pathway to bariatric surgery where you do a consultation with someone mm-hmm. one day and then six, nine months later, you might see them back for the next few steps. Mm-hmm. Since we do things in such a condensed time frame, what do you tell someone or what do people need to consider before making this their solution or the tool that they want to use before picking up another tool well the first thing i'd say is you know we obviously we were very proud of sort of you know our our approach here in terms of the program we're able to offer people and we especially love the the sort of efficiency with which we're able to you know help people achieve their goals and and to and to you know get over that hump and get that other extra tool that you talked about um, there are lots of great ways to do it, though. You know, I think that, um, uh, you know, the traditional programs, you know, some folks have, have found that to be uh, frustrating from a from a time perspective, mm-hmm. especially because if you sit there and think about the fact that the sooner you can sort of begin to effect, effectively uh, keep weight off, lose weight and keep weight off, the more benefit you see as a, you know, in terms of your overall health and the sort of more life to your years you get to add. Um, I, I think that, that sort of weight can be something that perplexes people at time um and so i think that you know for us in terms of what we what we sort of love about our patients is that they they come so well prepared because they've had a chance to look over you know the information that that we've been able to sort of put out there as sort of a almost like a trainer for them you know as sort of saying you know check out the videos and and listen to alex and Catherine's podcast and kind of you know dig into all the information out there you know we have such you know such well-educated patients who come out here and they're ready for this and to sit there and sort of say hey you know just wait six months you know i think is is a little bit frustrating because speeding yeah yeah you know it's not necessarily the the time that's necessary in order to make you sort of a prepared patient i think it's more just the dedication and if you can dedicate that yourself to that in a a shorter period of time i think we're able to to offer you know an opportunity that that gets you to your goals a a bit more efficiently and that's something we're really proud of here so and it's been proven actually already with us and with our patients and the steps that we've have them take Mm -hmm. beforehand in a lot shorter time than six months and people are still successful and happy and the struggles are um you know of of course with with some exceptions some uh, very minimal you know and we do provide the support and even the support from you and being available for questions is so beneficial that you don't typically get in a lot of places. And I think you bring up a, a good point, Alex, is that the support is there just because, you know, your operation happens, you know, what's today, um, March 15th, if your operation were to happen today and, you know, you were to go home on March 17th, it doesn't mean that your relationship with us ends. We want to be it's just a, start. a, a fantastic, you know, a phenomenal support group for you. You know, right. we've got all sorts of things out there for you guys to be able to access. And so it's, it's one of those things where we envision this being a lifelong relationship with you. And we don't necessarily think it ends simply because you fly home. We, in fact, if anything, we become more involved because you're part of our family now and we want to be a part of your crew. So. Yeah, we encourage 
encourage anybody who's had surgery with us to really maintain that close relationship. We even give the the surgeon's direct cell phone number too if, if there's any issues. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know that Dr. Andrews getting those one a.m. <laughs> calls and getting that done because it's important to have that access for sure. You mentioned something there. You mentioned the dedication for these patients well before they even get here because it is something that again you need to research you need to understand to make sure that you're ready to make those changes these are lifelong changes as we all say and alex says all the time it's a tool it's not a complete solution you have to use all the tools in your your toolbox let me ask you in 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 the medical side or in a perspective of a surgeon Mm -hmm. what do you think maybe the top three things. And let's talk about someone who's at least a year out, maybe mm-hmm. a couple of years out. What are maybe three things that you think are important for a patient to do to ensure their success? Okay. So, you know, I think the first thing to sort of make sure that a patient ensures their success is to make sure you understand what your success is, right? And one of the things I always tell patients is that success isn't about a number on a scale. You know, you're not mm-hmm. sitting there saying to yourself like, okay, my, my BMI needs to be between 20 and 25, so I have to weigh, you know, 150 pounds to be successful. I think that is a, it's a, a dangerous fallacy. You can really get hung up exactly. on that too. You really can. And I, I, I always tell patients, I say, you know, this, this, the, just like any other tool, the scale is a tool in your toolbox. And you can use it to sort of track your progress, but it ultimately does not define your success. That's because right. while we are a surgical weight loss program, I think more holistically, we are a health improvement program. And so you're looking at things, you want to look sort of beyond just what the scale is telling you. You want to look at things like, have I decreased the number of medications I'm taking? Is my diabetes control better? Um, have my knees stopped hurting? Are my feet not hurting anymore? Um, am I able to actually get pregnant because I've lost some weight? You know, there's mm, all sorts yes. of sort of, se- you know, secondary benefits, as it were, but I don't like calling them secondary benefits because I think truly, you know, they may be the things that matter to you most. So I think first thing to remember is that you get to define your own success, right? And this is about getting healthier. This is not necessarily about obtaining a number on the scale. This is about you getting where you want to be. Okay. Uh, Let me ask you a question yeah. about that. It's sometimes I see on groups or even in our group, and I think it depends on which surgeon they get. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they say, well, my, my surgeon didn't give me a goal weight. What is my yes. goal weight? And they really are hitting it. I know, Alex, you get this question all the time. I even have a podcast episode yeah. on What is my goal weight? So are you one, if, if I was sitting in front of you and I'm the patient, you're going to be my surgeon this week, would you tell me a goal weight? I would ask you if you have an, a weight in mind. And so you may say to yourself, you know, hey, I weigh, you know, 250, 300 pounds right now. And I want to weigh 180 pounds. And I will say, that's a fantastic. I'm glad you have that goal. And I hope it's a part of a bigger set of goals for you, right? And I think that that's important to remember because, as I said before, the weight number itself doesn't necessarily matter. But what I do do for every patient is I sort of say, okay, here is what a typical weight loss journey might look like. You know, the sleeve, if you look at the averages, say that you will, you know, the average weight loss after a sleeve is between 50 and 75% of the extra weight, right? And so people, we go into sort of what the extra weight is and how BMI may not be a perfect evaluator of, mm. of overall health, but it does give you an idea as to some some ballpark that might be Yeah, sort because of it reasonable. doesn't it doesn't factor in muscle mass as well. It can right. me right now, I'm actually overweight uh, based off my BMI. And I don't know if you if you haven't met Alex yet, he could absolutely like if I stuck my head between his bicep and his forearm, he'd snap my neck. <laughs> so. 
He's a he's a, a very fit man, and, and one of the, and along those lines, you know, one of the fa- the favorite anecdotes I love to tell patients is that if you if people rem- know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. The day he won his first Mr. Olympic, or, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Olympia, yeah. Mr. Olympia, he was technically considered obese, and that was like the the award given mm-hmm. for like the best body in the whole world, basically. Yes. And you're kind of like, wow, Ooh, so, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. So, and no, just like you said, it's a it's a a, a tool in the toolbox yeah. as well. So don't get don't get don't don't get too hot to up this. on what the number is yeah. because what you'll see is that you, as you go forward, like you know, you may you know. You may lose, you say, I always tell patients, you know, how fast they should expect to lose weight and what, you know, sort of an average experience looks like. First of all, your experience is going to change based on sort of your tool use, right? And so I tell patients there are folks who get interested in running movie, or excuse me, in running marathons. And then there are folks who sit at home and do movie marathons, right? And I'm not judging it either way, but I'm just telling you that there are some behaviors and some tools that will get you further along your goal towards overall health and some that maybe aren't as much. And it just, it varies by uh, person by person and you get to decide there's no judgment from us, but you get to decide how you want to deploy these tools that you have in your toolbox. And we're just here to support you and get you to where you want to be. So don't get too obsessed with what the scale tells you because you know, as Alex mentioned, you know, BMI isn't a great representation of, of sort of your overall health. You know, if you go, a whole month and you work out 20 times that month and you are you know feel like everything's going well you drop two pant sizes you've got great energy you know you're following the diet to a t and everything seems to go really well and you get on the scale at the end of the month and it says minus five pounds well rather than throw the, the that scale out the window just you know check in and think about it you're like i probably put on five or ten pounds of muscle and probably burned 10 or 15 pounds of fat and that's why the scale yeah. is saying hey minus five mm-hmm. but you're still doing really well and your body can actually fluctuate you know five pounds in a day just by hydration mm-hmm. you know and what your body's going through in the setting at that moment what what time of year it is and what's going on um basically outside and in your environment so many factors so many factors involved when it comes out and even when it comes to like you said utilizing a a specific tool in the toolbox and and what you do with it the your metabolic rate just in general i say that your your metabolism is a reflection of your lifestyle leading up to this point and everybody's life is different leading up to this point and and uh yeah we can't we can't compare ourselves to anybody else and even what you expect to success is my goal when anybody would ask me is that my goal for you is happy healthy and not Mm -hmm. at risk for chronic illness related to weight couldn't agree more and that would be yeah i guess i guess another interpretation of exactly what you're saying i I totally agree so yeah i think that uh, keeping in mind that the scale is a tool just like everything else is important and the second thing i tell folks is that you know especially as you get two or three you're talking about being a couple years out from your operation Mm -hmm. you know realizing that life happens and everybody will go will gain a pound or two at some point in time it doesn't matter if you are the most you know fastidiously adherent to the diet and keeping track of everything or if you know life gets in the way it doesn't matter if you've had the surgery or not everybody will gain weight at some point in time don't let that bump in the road derail your car ask yourself sort of am i still am i still like obtaining the success I want to obtain and realize that it doesn't necessarily mean you're a failure simply because, you know, something goes a little bit sideways on you. 2020 is the definition of go. life happens. That's there you it. go. I think we all lost weight during COVID, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. No comment. I, no comment on that. <laughs> yeah. And so lastly, do you have one other, one other thing that you feel really makes somebody successful? 
I think the thing that makes people the most successful is keeping in mind that in all those tools in your toolbox, the most important one, I think, you know, you can diet, you can exercise, you can have a bariatric operation. I think you've got to remember that there's a hell of a lot of people who are really invested in your success. And so realize that you've got an incredible amount of support. You may not realize it on like in your sort of day-to-day life, the people, you may not feel supported by the people around you. And if nobody else, you know, feels like they're reaching out to you, call us. We are always here to help with whatever it is and never feel like you're doing this alone. You know, I tell people that you're running a marathon, right? And if you've ever like seen a marathon on TV or anything like that, you know, they've got these little aid stations on the way, like every couple miles or so you can stop and get a glass of water, right? Like you inside, you probably have the strength to get through the whole marathon without stopping for water or a little bit of Gatorade, but you're going to be miserable if you go the whole time without it. Let us be your water. Let us be your Gatorade. Let us help you get across that finish line. You've got an incredible amount of support. Don't forget to use all your tools. I love that. That was a brief introduction with Andrew, Dr. Rogers. Okay, we will have him back again to discuss some frequently asked questions, right, Catherine? We got sorry, a couple bullet points. We got some good ones, Andrew. Let's we got the top 10 or so most common questions that you want to ask a bariatric surgeon. He's right here, right he now. He's right here, but he is very busy, and we are going to cut him loose right now, but we will ask those questions. I hope you guys love meeting Andrew as much as we love knowing Andrew. We love this guy. <laughs> Um, but Thanks yeah, guys. we will. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you for taking the time with us. And um, any last words, Andrew? Looking forward to meeting you all. Awesome, awesome. Right on. All right, guys. We will talk to you guys in the next. Peace. This was another episode of the Blossom Podcast. For more motivation and future episodes with Alex, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any life-changing moments.